What's up? What's up? Welcome to the show, everybody. It's the Apple Bits XL. I'm Brian Tong, your host with the most for everything good and bad inside the world of Apple. This is kind of like your weekly breakdown recap of everything that has happened up to this point, and it is episode 33. I am on the road, so that's why I kind of let people know on Twitter and on the Patreon why the show is just a couple days later than normal. I couldn't find a quite enough place in the hotel to do the podcast, and so I found a secret location, and uh, we're doing this. I'll be traveling to North Carolina next week, and so I will have another episode. We're still doing this thing weekly, and just want to thank you so much for your support. But again, this show is all about y'all. Call in. We got a few less calls. I'm not going to run with calls this week, but it's 833-888-ABXL, 833-888-2295. And there's a lot you guys and gals should be talking about because Apple just dropped their media invites just a couple days ago for their October event. Finally, we were wondering when it was going to happen. It's going to go down on October the 30th at 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time. That will happen in New York City at the Brooklyn Academy of Music. And the invites were kind of interesting because they sent out individual invites to a variety of invitees. I think over 350 people got a customized different invite where the Apple logo had taken on a different artistic treatment. Some of it looked like a digital blocky version. Some of it looked like it was painted by hand or sketched. It had the slogan on it, there's more in the making. And when we talk about making things, this has got to be geared towards creatives. Clearly, we know that this has to be some sort of, at the very least, an iPad Pro event. And I hope we see some bumps and upgrades for the Mac. We are not not going to expect to see the new Mac Pro. I don't even think they'll tease it, but if they did, that'd be nice. But again, this is happening October the 30th, which is a Tuesday. In the past, they've actually sent out the invite for the following week, Tuesday. This is two weeks kind of from what they normally do, but it will be happening now. I'm going to try and figure out how to do a live stream. I think I alluded to you all that I was kind of suspended for a couple months on YouTube from doing live streams, and so it's kind of throwing a curveball at me, but don't worry, it's fine. Live streams will be back eventually, but I'm going to try and figure out where else we can do it. But let's kind of talk about this, the slogan, first of all. There's more in the making. I feel, right when I saw this, right, it's a creative thing, there's more in the making. Really? Like, that's the slogan they came up with? I thought that maybe they should come with... There's more than meets the eye. Get it? Like in a boardroom, if I was in there, I'd be like, hey guys, come on, we got to do it. There's more than meets the eye. Like I, as in iPhone, because you already did the iPhone event. Get it? Get it, guys? Get it? Yeah? No? All right, that's why I don't work in their marketing. But I thought, I'm just saying it would be more clever. There's more than meets the eye, but fine, whatever. There's more in the making. Now, we know we've talked about it a lot. We talked about it last week, kind of the things that we could expect in the iPad Pro. We know about the redesign. The rumors are that there will be two new sizes, not new sizes, but a new 11-inch size and a redesigned 12.9-inch size. They'll take up less space. It'll be lighter. The bezel will be smaller. They are not bezel-less, but it's as close to the edge as they can get. A face ID with a true-depth camera inside of it a new A12X processor specifically for the iPad Pro. There are recent reports that the new Apple Pencil that will be getting new features will be able to sync to the 
new iPad Pro via kind of the process that we've seen with the AirPods. So that's all there. We know that I I can't under, understate this enough for me as a user of the iPad Pro. I am super excited for this. I love the iPad Pro. It, I loved it from the start. They continue to make it better with the software, the hardware. I really hope we get to this next level of new apps. And we'll talk about those apps in a moment. From the Mac side of the event, we are expecting or hoping, we've already seen, right, a 13-inch and 15-inch MacBook Pro upgrades in July. So they have those. That's not what we're looking at. Everyone feels like we'll see a new MacBook. Currently, Apple's just plain called MacBook is a 12-inch Retina version. But maybe there's a 13-inch version that could be on the way that would feature, again, a rumor is Touch ID without the touch bar. That would be really fascinating to me. Maybe fine, the form factor is too slim, but a touch uh, a touch ID without a touch bar will gradually see them go to some level of Face ID down the road. There was a call about that last week as well. But what happens to the MacBook Air, which is also a 12-inch form factor that is not like that super, super slim design? A touch bar-less MacBook Pro would be my ideal, but then I would also probably be mad because I just bought a MacBook Pro. But at the very least, we're expecting and hoping to see some sort of a new 13-inch version MacBook Retina with the True Tone display and that super ultra-thin form factor. The Mac Mini hasn't been touched literally now. I think it was just recently four years. Four faux years. Since we had an upgrade, um, yeah, I think it's desperately needed that the iMac could see some sort of a speed bump, possibly rumors of a True Tone display support finally coming to the iMac as well. They last upgraded it in June of 2017. We even saw a report how from a desktop standpoint or from a PC standpoint, just a computer standpoint, Apple was the only company of the big five that has actually shown a, dec- a slight decline. And really, that's because they haven't released their new family of Macs for this year. And they've kind of been pushing it off another s- three to four months. So we'll see. iPad Pro, Macs, we obviously know they're coming. I think the big news from earlier this week was Adobe Macs took place. And Adobe Max is their kind of for the insiders, right? This is anyone who loves Adobe loves the products, uses them. They finally made the announcement that Photoshop is officially coming for the iPad sometime in 2019. And this is not like a stripped down Photoshop. This is what they call a real Photoshop based on the underlying code as the desktop Photoshop, which instantly makes me say, hey, this can't, Adobe isn't just looking at Photoshop. They've got to be looking at other apps. But why is this exciting, right? Finally, legitimate pro apps from the developers that you wanted to see come to the iPad Pro after all these years. I can't stress enough that Affinity Photo for $20 is not just an amazing app. It is the best photo editing app on planet Earth for the iPad Pro right now. It's also cheaper. The thing about it is that Photoshop's benefits come with the benefit of, guess what? And we talked about this in a video, the Photoshop ecosystem. It's that big E word. And what is the Photoshop ecosystem, right? You have Creative Cloud. It's a subscription service that allows you to get access to their apps. The biggest thing is they have developed for this new version of Photoshop a cloud-based PSD, which is the fo- their Photoshop file standard, that can be, let's say, edited on the desktop. 
And then if you access it on a drive on your iPad Pro, you can then edit it and those changes happen. So the same file that you work with on the desktop version is the same file you work with on the iPad version. That's really cool. The Verge had an exclusive chance to really get their hands on with the new Photoshop Creative Cloud app. Again, it's coming out sometime in 2019 and they had some of their designers play with it. They, they liked it because for the fact that just like paper, they could flip and rotate the iPad around and, and draw with it. But obviously the UI is going to take some getting used to. They're redesigning the user interface because on an iPad, it translates differently. You have to do that. But if all the tools are there and on a scale of one to 10 with me doing Photoshop, I'm like, I'm like around an eight and a half ish. I'm pretty, I'm pretty high up there, like from a, from the ability of what I can do with it. Um, so I am excited to see this and it is a familiar ecosystem. People that are subscribing to the creative cloud right now will be able to get this app. There have been no announcements if they will offer a separate standalone version for a specific price, or if you have to be uh, an Adobe creative cloud paying subscriber to get access to this. But I think it's really exciting. Look, Apple's invite for the new event clearly is showing something is going to happen with the iPad Pro from a creative standpoint. And what I really hope is that Apple can show off pro-level apps like Final Cut Pro, like Logic, and others finally coming to the iPad Pro because it's a pro tablet. At least that's what they call it. It's pro. We'll see. And I'm wondering if Adobe will even beat Apple to the punch with getting Photoshop out before Apple even puts out their own apps. It's going to be really interesting. Another report kind of backs up what we've heard from multiple people now that the iPad Pro refresh will ditch lightning for a USB-C connector at the bottom. That's based out of Mako Takara and their supply chain blogs. I, th I got to imagine that this is happening not only from a standpoint of just code in code in the developer beta show that it's going to support 4K output and only USB-C can do that. A lightning adapter to video out can't support 4K video. So that in itself right there will tell you it's, it's most likely going to be USB-C. It'll be interesting to see if we do see, I kind of dropped the info about a Mac Mini. Tim Cook had addressed some emails saying that we haven't ignored the Mac Mini. If they haven't ignored the Mac Mini, this October 30th event, which is on a Tuesday, is the event four years later to give the people what they want in the form of a Mac Mini that has some more pro features. So I think it's going to be really fascinating. Will we see an, an air power? Will we see air power? My absolute hunch is no. I think we have a chance of possibly seeing AirPods too, but they're selling so well. Apple doesn't need to rush it. If they want to do a whole audio event and drop it next year, they can. But quite honestly, they should be dropping their audio products before this holiday season if they're ready. We've talked about them trying to make bigger kind of monster style Beats headphones, but Apple's own. If they're not ready with it, fine, do it next year. But the holiday season is the time to put out headphones all right we're gonna take a little breather and just thank our sponsors for the show and that is you at patreon.com slash brian tong you can start supporting the show at one dollar per month if you feel like i give you more value and you'd like to return that value a cup of coffee is five dollars a month i love that we have different tiers and i just wanted to make make it clear that i am working on getting uh sponsored ads for the show to help me out i am independent but 
If you're a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash Tong at any level, you will have a version of the podcast that does not have those ads because guess what? You are a paying supporter for this content. So I just want to say thank you everyone so much for continue to roll with this journey. We're still not at the goal, the initial goal that I set to continue to do this for eternity, but I'm still chugging away and I'm having fun doing this and I love you. I mean, I was on the road, I brought all my equipment and I'm like, dang, I can't do it. But I'm still on the road and found found the spot to do it. So you will continue to get those regularly weekly shows. So thanks so much, patreon.com slash Brian Tong. All right, we continue on. This week, the iPhone XR is now available for pre-order online. I'm sure you jumped on that. For those of you who are looking at the 10R, and as I talk to people, I'm on this road trip with a crew. It there's a couple of people that are they're like, you know what? I don't need anything else but the 10R. The camera is going to be good enough. It's not a bad camera. They just want a new updated phone. They're people that are using the six, and we talk about getting a new phone every year. Not everyone gets a new phone. Not everyone that listens to this gets a new phone every year. And the 10R is from that group of people who are shooting professional video, recording professional audio, and as their daily driver phone, being an iPhone, they were like, I don't want to pay for the 10S. I'm getting the same power. I don't need the world's greatest camera because the camera is more than good enough for their phone, right? Unless they're really trying, unless they're a video file, they're like video file slash photo file and they really want the best. Yeah, they're going to get 10S. But two people out of those 10 were ready to upgrade and get the 10R and looking at the 10R. So it's not an eye opener per se, but the fact that we believe that there will be many more people getting the 10R or a good amount, I think that's going to hold true. I don't know if the 10R is really going to surpass uh, the iPhone 10s. I think it's more, there's just more confusion than anything for your general consumer. They might say, hey, I'm going to save those 200 bucks, but some people are like, uh, wait, what's the difference? I'll just get the best one because I want it to quote unquote last the longest. But the, the guts, the core, the processor is exactly the same. So it's going to be just as relevant over time. Anyways, pre-order started. Initially, some of the models were starting to sell out like the yellow one, but that's probably more because when when a company makes colors of products, and this happened when I worked in the case industry for spec, you're not going to order every color option you make at the same amount. You understand that people are going to buy less of one color and more of one color. Yellow initially started selling out, but if you go to the Apple store right now, all models are currently available, up and running, and the phone itself is expected to come out on October the 26th, which is Friday. So they'll be available then. All of them are readily available, whatever color your heart desires, white, black, blue, yellow, coral, and yes, product red. Apple all also, interestingly enough, if you're talking about, oh, when are they going to make the jump to USB-C? Apple now sells a USB-C charger for the Apple Watch. The new watch charger costs $29 and comes with a 10, a zero, what am I saying? Zero, a 0.3 meter cable. So it's a USB-C port on the actual charger instead of what we're used to, the USB-A, which has kind of been the standard. So they're now updating the Apple Watch charger. They offer a USB-C charger already for iPhone and for, uh, one of my brain is farting, iPad. They've done that for a while. They now have one that's compatible with Apple Watch. So if you aren't, if you're thinking that they're going to stick with Lightning, they are for a little bit, but the writing is starting to get, the writing's on the wall. It's not going to happen immediately overnight, but 
USB-C is a coming and I think that that's okay with me. I mean, it's kind of annoying that there's going to be another transition, but hey, it's where we're going. What can you do? Also, Ming-Chi Kuo, the ultimate predictor, has put out an article in a report stating that the Macs are switching from Intel-based chips to their own Apple chips by 2020 to 21. So that's in about two to three years. There's always been rumors of Apple working on their own chips. Recent reports from a non-tech outright stated that the A12 chip inside of an iPhone XS is pretty much on level with desktop chips already. The 12X, which is specifically catered for the iPad line, I'm really interested to see what even bigger gain we're getting from the 12X, the A12X versus the A12. I think that's going to be interesting to see. I hope Apple touts that. And if that Apple iPad Pro is going to be anything beyond Photoshop, let's talk about 4K video editing. If it can get to 4K video editing on an iPad Pro, that's interesting to me. As a creator, that is that is super interesting. I'll have to see what the product is, but do I like that idea? I kind of do. Like being able to edit with a pen while I'm just kind of sitting laying back when I'm on the road or traveling. That sounds nice to me. That sounds real nice. And I did want to kind of address arguably the biggest bad Apple of the week. So we know that Apple's into the headphones, right? I don't know if you saw this. You should look this up. But the Beats Solo 3 wireless headphone line, this is Apple's Beats line of headphones. They have introduced a special edition Mickey-themed Beats headphones. Now they're gray looking. And all they do is they just have Mickey Mouse just like that repeat, step and repeat pattern all over it. There's like sometimes a random foot or a random eye. It's ugly. It's not even a class. They just basically slapped a pattern logo like decals all over a gray beat solo for their Disney clap. It looks to celebrate the 90th anniversary of Mickey Mouse. They could have been so much smarter with it. It has like a pin. It has a carrying case, but the headphones look ugly. They it should have been classier. It looks ugly. I'm just going to tell you. Look it up. There's like a YouTube video on it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to, I think that for me, I'm going to stay away from that. So that's pretty much what we have going on this week. The big things that happen, Apple's official announcement. Again, that's October 30th, Tuesday, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific time. So I'll let you know what I'm cooking from that side when it all comes together. Again, you can call in with the show, 833-888-ABXL. That's 833-888-2295, your name, where you're from, and then just get your comments, your observations, whatever you want to talk about, I'm here for you. And I got to say thank you so much again for everyone that supports this show on patreon.com slash Brian Tong. You can support as well, but I've always got to show love to my Platinum Apples, Brandon Ledford, Terrence McKelvey from Stratos Wealth Partners, Gil Cabrera, Andy Halverson, Wesley Frader, Craig Hindall, and Jarrett Lewis. Thank you so much at the $100 monthly level. I appreciate it so much. And everyone that's listening, if you haven't already, uh, you can support the show by telling your friends. Yeah, you can do the Patreon or even just five-starring this thing on iTunes. I think we're easily over 600 five-stars now, which is pretty buck-wild as well. So thank you so much. 
and I appreciate that. We will be back next week with another episode. I will be on the road. So thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. It's the Apple Bits XL, baby. We'll talk to you soon, all right? Take care. Peace.